0: episode 58 with michelle diaz michelle is a fashion beauty travel blogger and vlogger and is on her way out to los angeles in a matter of days to pursue a career in executive uh an executive assistant role but continuing to you know leverage relationships through her social media she's grown to hundreds of thousands of followers across her various platforms you can check her out on instagram on youtube and we'll link everything up here in the notes so Really appreciated this uh, very free-flowing and insightful conversation. Talk a lot about life, relationship, kind of just relationship dynamics, I guess, through social media. Uh, Her branding, judgmental people, um, guys that she deals with, uh, romantic encounters, etc., etc., etc. So, very wide-ranging conversation. Really appreciated Michelle's time today, and check her out. Uh, Without further ado, as always, episode 58 with the one and only michelle diaz
1: the optimal life so it's going to be kind of a different business um and about what is it like 10 days i moved to la and wow I'm going to be, yeah i'm going to be working as um, an executive assistant to um like a really big person over there um i'm going to be managing and you know, putting stuff together, organizing stuff and all that. It's not really, I think I'm going to lay off the modeling and stuff like that for a bit because this is, like, way bigger and way better, like, way better pay and everything. But at the same time, I'm going to be working, like, closely with a lot of um, big, like, singers and influencers and all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah, that's
0: exciting. That's exciting. It's where, where going in, to
1: be hard work. Where in
0: Los Angeles are you moving to? Hollywood. And what ultimately do you see yourself doing through this entire blogging and vlogging? And I assume you're going out to LA because you still want to be doing some of that kind of stuff eventually. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: Um, and a lot of my friends live over there too. So it, it'll be easier to like collab and stuff like that. It'll be easier to grow for sure. And what I want to get out of it, I never really went into this with uh, the intention of becoming like a vlogger or an Instagram, an Instagram or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just kind of started because I just was bored. It really just started, it started, it started off as a hobby and I just, I don't know, it just started to get bigger and bigger to the point where it became kind of a business and from then, I got these opportunities that I have now. So I feel like it's just like a platform. Sure. To do bigger things.
0: So did you use that? You use this platform to get to this Los Angeles opportunity? It sounds like.
1: Yes. Okay,
0: well, that's awesome. Hey, listen, everything happens for a reason, you know. If it's if using this platform ultimately just gets you to that spot and you get into this executive assistant role and you keep making contacts and who knows where it's going to take you. But obviously, the social media thing is, is already paying, paying back, even if it's not exactly what you expected.
1: Yeah, my, my goal over there is to go to LA. Um, the person that I'm going to be working with, he has a lot of businesses over there. So he even told me, he was like, I see you're very business driven and stuff like that. So if you wanted to start a business, I could fund it for you. And we could just work in it together because at the same time, me helping you would help like myself, you know? Sure. So. Hopefully, I'll have, like, some businesses over there and stuff
0: like that. Yeah, don't no doubt about it. Where are you located right now?
1: I'm in Ponca City, Oklahoma.
0: Ah, okay. So, you moved here from... Were you in Mexico when you were first born?
1: Yes. You were in Mexico. I was born and raised in
0: Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then you moved here when you were, what, 10, 11 years old? Yes. Okay. And so, how old are you now? I'm 19. 19? Holy yeah. cow, I would have thought you were, like... uh I didn't realize you were only nineteen. You look like you're you look like you could easily pass for ten years ten years older in a good way. You know, in a good way.
1: <laughs> I get that you, a
0: lot. You've got the makeup thing going on and you just got that you've got a very mature look to yourself. So you're only nineteen. Oh, you the oh, the world is your oyster, Michelle. This is like <laughs> this is like a whole different ball game.
1: I'm taking full advantage
0: of it. <laughs> you just recently broke up with your boyfriend, huh? Um well I had
1: I guess you could call it – that. I I guess I could say that I only had one relationship, mm-hmm. which is, like, why I got into this. It was, like, a very toxic relationship. I wasn't allowed to have friends and stuff like that. So that's why I started these, like, accounts because I was like, okay, I need a hobby, you know?
0: You weren't Just, allowed to have friends.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because was, you weren't allowed to have girlfriends.
1: Yeah. Like, wow.
0: You weren't allowed to have because girlfriends said, because because why?
1: Because he said that they were bad for me.
0: They were bad for you. I mean, yeah. I can understand I could understand a guy saying that you're not allowed to have guy friends. But any time a, a guy tells his girlfriend or vice versa, a girl tells her boyfriend that they're not allowed to have friends of the same sex. Terrible that's a big warning sign.
1: Like I would I would talk to girls. <laughs> I had these group of friends whenever we started dating, and he would be like, Oh no, like they they're gonna um What's called like instigate you to cheat and stuff like that because they mm. cheat. So you're going to too if you keep hanging out with them and stuff like that. So, of course, I was so in love. I was like, okay, I'll get away from them. <laughs> oh, geez. So, <laughs> so how,
0: how, how old were you when you were in this relationship?
1: I was, I started dating him when I was 16 and we broke up when I was 18.
0: Mm, okay. So, you've been out of it for a little bit now.
1: Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, like you said, everything happens for a reason. Like, if, it, if that wouldn't have happened, I would have never started because. I just would have you know been living the normal life because mm-hmm. at the time I was just very lonely and stuff like that. so I decided to get myself into something else and this was it.
0: That's great. So talk a little bit about it what what exactly do you do with your social media in terms of the blogging, vlogging, etc who who are you?
1: So it's so weird like I I always get asked this question. I literally don't ever try anything like I just say whatever I want I post whatever I want and people like it I don't know why (laughs) like I started off on Twitter and so I live in a very well I
0: know I know why but I'll tell you the secret later but keep going I'll tell you
1: (laughs) it's a very like white state right like a lot of white supremacy and stuff like that here if you don't like Trump you're wrong you know Mm -hmm. so At school, I always loved making people mad. And let's say at school, um, all my high school was white. I was like, there was like 2% Mexicans. And of course, I was one of them. So during um, Spirit Week, we had like an America Day. It wasn't like like a national holiday or anything like that. It was just a like a day that we had at school and everyone wore american colors and i wore my mexico colors and everyone got like so mad and i'm just i just do like little stuff like that you know and um like same on twitter like whenever donald trump got elected i i spoke my man about it and a lot of people i got a lot of backlash from people from here Mm -hmm. but other people like in california and other states that are more like cultural and stuff like that they'll like like my way of thinking and they start supporting me and I guess just people like how proud I am of my roots and how um, against I am like on um, when it comes to like racism and just stuff like that, you know, like I'm not really afraid to talk about it. I'm not really afraid of the backlash because if I believe it's right, then of course I was, I will stick up for it. And I guess that's just that's like beautiful.
0: It. No, that's great. But so, so that, that's, gives us a little bit of insight but you know in terms of your business brand let's call it your brand because that's what it is in terms of your brand like exactly what do you do uh, are you more of a fashion are you more of a makeup and esthetician type stuff like who are you exactly
1: i started off with makeup mm-hmm. but then i gradually saw like i've always been into fashion my mom is very fashion driven and stuff like that so i was raised like that but I started off with makeup because I thought it was like, well, I think it's a way of art. It's like drawing on your face, you know? So I started off with that. But then um, I started to get more into fashion and start working with more fashion brands. And now I feel like I'm more fashion and I only kind of do makeup, like basic makeup, like the one that I do like in regular basis because now everybody knows how to do makeup. Mm -hmm. And traveling got me a lot more into fashion, like going to france and seeing the the fashion over there it's like at first you are like what the heck because it's so different
0: absolutely yeah so you're doing a little bit of everything i mean you're doing
1: yeah
0: fashion beauty travel that's what you do you blog about it and are you making money doing it
1: yeah that's what i live off of
0: so this is what you're making your money on now is it mostly through uh youtube or is it a mix
1: it's a mix yeah
0: so, how do people make money? People that are interested in, in getting into blogging—it could be something totally different. It doesn't have to be in that industry. But someone that might be interested, like, what, what would you suggest to them in terms of building their brand and, and ultimately leveraging that to uh, financially?
1: Honestly, I my goal was never to get paid off of this. My goal was never to live off of this and have like my own business or anything like that. I just really wanted to get my thoughts out there and like just say whatever i believed in and stuff like that and it just started paying off so i to build a brand i feel like it's really important to just be yourself because i know a lot of friends that are into this and they haven't really grown as much because they're just so focused on the money Mm. and they try so hard to like please the people and I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't really work if you're doing it for the money. I feel like you kind of have to have like a passion about it. it if it, if it's makeup, if it's fashion, if it's modeling, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's such a good point. Because in anything, if you start doing it for the financial return, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be putting out great content either.
1: Yeah, because then you don't really enjoy making the content. You don't really. Like and, and people can tell, you know? Like if you make a video like a sponsored video that you have no idea what it is about, like the, if you don't if you don't know what the product is about, you know you don't know what the product does and you just do it for the money, people can tell, you know? No
0: doubt. Yep, that is that is fantastic advice. So your your advice is just do it for the passion and the money will follow.
1: Yeah, just be yourself, literally. Like it sounds so cheesy and like so cliche like they, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it really is true
0: yeah yeah i, I understand that too i mean I, that's how i feel with this podcast too i i don't do this for money at all i do this out of pure joy uh, to to try to inspire people that people i love learning about different people of different walks of life i do this completely for fun as a hobby and it's it's been fantastic it's rewarding it's therapeutic i don't do this for yeah. money at all it's the same kind of thing so you're putting out all this. Kind of, oh, by the way, but for the secret that you're getting all these likes is because you're a, a beautiful girl. In case you didn't, that that was the that, that was the reason <laughs> <Thank> for <you. laughs> that was the reason. In case you hadn't figured that one up, so uh, that's where all the likes were coming from, and all the content people are following, and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, what what's uh what's instagram world like for for yourself and obviously a lot of other girls that are putting themselves out there like what is the let us peek into the dms tell tell us a little bit tell us the real juicy stuff what's going on back (laughs) what's going what's going on behind the scenes over there fill us in a little
1: it's actually so overwhelming like it well it's it's nice you know but yesterday i was talking to my friend elmo he's a really big um Blogger over in London, and he was just talking about like, oh, like I feel so lonely, blah blah blah. blah. And I was like, yeah, like it, it, it can't be like that. Like even though you have all these people in your DMs, like guys being like, oh, like let me marry you, let me fly you out, let me take you here, let me take you there. Like some guys even, um, you know, you always see those things on Twitter that's like sugar daddies and stuff like that. Like guys actually like are willing to pay for like a DM back or a picture bag. Not really like that has to be like sexually, but they're willing like to just even like send money like just cause.
0: Wait, wait, wait. So let me just stop you there for a sec. So if I'm following you, you're saying that there's guys out there that are, will send a direct message and say, I'll Venmo you money just for you to respond basically. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Holy shit. I, I never knew that that would even exist.
1: Just, just to respond,
0: like, or, or a picture.
1: Yeah, like a selfie or something like that.
0: What's the craziest thing somebody's ever said to you? Um. On there. And you could share with really, you could you could share it. The, the, you can use foul language. Tell us, tell us the truth.
1: It, it just like it honestly varies so much. Like yeah, it, it's crazy how many people I block like on the daily basis. On Snapchat, right now, let me go see, I have 1,464 unopened Snapchats. I just don't wow. open Snapchats anymore because most of them are dick pics. And <laughs> I, I just can't take it. <laughs> I can't.
0: That's real, huh? I'm not on Snapchat, so I don't know what that world's like. <laughs> it's a-
1: horrible. And, like, guys are just so, like, blunt. Like, it can go from, a i got, just writing this whole, like, paragraph about how beautiful you are and how precious you are and how he would love to get to know you to this other guy just messaging you and be like, hey, let me eat your ass.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, hey, listen, at least at least, there's a different diversity. You get a whole diverse oh, range yeah. out there. There is so much diversity. <laughs> it, it'd be boring otherwise, huh? Oh, yeah. Gee, sure. So you get dick pics on Snapchat. What about Instagram? Same thing?
1: Yeah, Instagram, same thing.
0: How many people do you have blocked on Instagram?
1: Um, I don't know if it says. Let me go see. I, I have quite a few, I'm pretty sure.
0: Let me guess. Let me think here. You've got 1,000 unopened on Snapchat. You probably have to have at least, what, three to 500 blocked on Instagram? Or am, I, or am I too low?
1: Blocked accounts. It says, like, like, who I have blocked, but it doesn't really say the number, uh, but it's quite a few.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's just a crazy world that we're living in now. You know, I mean... It's changed so much over the years with the Snapchat and the Twitter and the Instagram and all this easy access. Before I when I was when I used to be in the dating scene, which was like going back twelve years ago, there was none of this stuff really. There wasn't there wasn't Tinder, there wasn't uh Bumble and all this crazy shit that's going on. Are you on any of those sites?
1: Me? Yeah, yeah. I'm on Tinder.
0: <laughs> You're on Tinder. So what's Tinder like? What's the world of Tinder?
1: I've actually met like a few people from there. Um, so over in London, like, it's a a bigger city. There's, like, a lot more, like, variety, I guess, of people. Mm -hmm. And over there, they would be, like, oh, there's no way that you're real. I'd be, like, well, I have my Instagram link. Like, you have to uh, go to your Instagram and, like, log in for it to be linked. And, uh, yeah, I made up with, like, quite a few people from there.
0: So Tinder's kind of fun, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've never, like developed anything from it like it was just had been friends one time um I was I was it was actually here in Oklahoma I swiped right on this guy from Stillwater Stillwater is the town 45 minutes away from here so Mm -hmm. one day I was in Stillwater and I was there for a meeting and I just literally had nothing else to do so I was like well, you know so I shot him a DM and I was like hey like what are you doing it was late too it was like uh 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I'm just like at my dorm and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, let's do something. And he was like, all right, let's go eat. So we went to Kane's Chicken and uh, we literally were there till 1 in the morning. And we just talked and talked
0: and talked. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, there actually is a decent guy out here somewhere. No, yeah. there's yeah. That,
1: like I've met a lot of cool people like that. A lot of girls. Um, yeah. And then on my, on my Tinder, I don't really use to like, you know, like for the purposes of Tinder. To hook up. <laughs> yeah. Let me read you my Tinder bio um so i have mexican 19 year old world traveler model social media influencer if you're a photographer videographer hairstylist promoter singer designer let's collab and work together while i'm here dm me on instagram so right over there i met so many photographers that i've shot with I've met hairstylists that I've like worked with and stuff like that. So it just it's like another platform, you know?
0: It's another networking opportunity, it sounds like for uh-huh. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're leveraging so you're leveraging all this stuff. You're you're obviously um doing well with the, the branding. You put out great content. Uh so when it comes to these guys, I mean what what like uh, what what type of guy do you like? I mean, is there anyone in particular when you come across certain people or or is it just a free for all?
1: Honestly, I have, uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it, like, been, but I've had my fair share. Like, I prefer guys that aren't into, like, being on the spotlight. Like, I've been with, like, NBA players, boxers, UFC fighters, uh, singers, and all that stuff. And I feel like they just have, like, this huge ego. Yeah. I don't know, like, whenever people meet me, of course, like, I'm not there there yet, but when they meet me, they'd be like, if I didn't know you had, um, like, if I didn't know you, I would never know that you have, like, all these followers, because you don't act like it. Mm-hmm. People say that I'm really, like, down to earth and stuff like that, but most of these guys aren't. That's why I just prefer guys that are very, like, low-key, and I guess, like, as regular guys you, you
0: think like social media you think like social media that? uh plays a big part into into these these uh narcissistic personality yes. types
1: yes definitely
0: so a lot of and these then, guys yeah go ahead
1: i feel like if you actually go further with these people that well like some some guys that are into this like social media and like the spotlight and stuff it's just like it's so hard to, to like trust because they have like all these DMs and stuff like that, so I don't know. It just it would just be really, really <laughs> hard for me to trust.
0: <laughs> it's a crazy world we're living in now. Yeah, this is a whole new ball game for for a lot of people. I mean, and that's why it's hard for people to even stay committed in a relationship.
1: Yes, I feel like this all this stuff just makes relationships like so much harder.
0: So hard, so hard. Um. So what uh what do you what do you plan on doing? You're moving out to LA soon. And you're kind of gonna be putting this on the back burner. It sounds like, to get into no, more yeah, of the... Really the back burner. Like,
1: um, I'm just probably not gonna do like as much YouTube because I'm gonna be really, really, really busy. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'll take my pictures and I'll post and stuff like that. But I won't really do any like sponsored content or anything like that. Anything that really like takes all the time. Since I have a platform already, I I feel like just posting like stuff like what I'm going to be doing and stuff like that, it's just going to grow like by itself. And the fact that I'm going to be with all of these like celebrities and I'm going to be working closely with them. um, You know, like there's always going to be pictures and stuff like that. So I feel like it's just going to grow without me even trying.
0: Have you done anything uh, lately worth remembering?
1: Worth remembering? Oh, like a lot of stuff. <laughs>
0: Give us something. Give us something that's big. Oh.
1: <laughs> Let me think of something. Like what you mean?
0: Whatever you, whatever you make, whatever you, however you think that that means, uh, anything that worth remembering, that uh, that is something that you'll take with you for the rest of your life. And the reason I ask is because so many people are just going through the day to day on that hamster wheel and going through the mundane and just existing. And there's a lot of. I have, yeah. I don't know how
1: people live like that, honestly. Yeah. Like, lately, I haven't, I, my life hasn't been as excited for these past couple, um, like, few weeks because I've been at home, I've been with my family, you know, just chilling because I'm just trying to take advantage of this little free time that I have before I have to go back on working but let's say like whenever i was on my way to croatia um me it was me and my friend and she wanted to smoke like really bad so i was like okay like let's smoke you know before our flight so we're like chilling like while we're on our way it was a four-hour flight so because we were flying from london and we missed our flight she started like fighting with the lady so there, was, there wasn't any other flight till 8 p.m., and it wasn't even to um, Croatia. It was to Vienna in Austria. So we flew to Austria. We were in the airport for 12 hours, first of all, uh, and then we flew to Austria. We were in Austria for two days, and we took a bus from Austria to Croatia. So we crossed Austria, Slovenia, and Croatia. We crossed three countries in a bus. It was um interesting
0: <laughs> interesting how that sounds amazing like how was it what was it like
1: <laughs> so whenever we first got to austria me and her are literally like <clears throat> we have like just the same personality like we got along so well if i would have been with anybody else i would have hated it but me and her it was just so fun we had like our luggage with us so we were in vienna we literally like nobody spoke english there um we only speak, like, English and Spanish, but, like, who the hell is going to speak English and Spanish in fucking Austria, you know? Right. <laughs> so we were trying to, like, figure it out. Um, and <laughs> for everything, she'd be like, hey, let's, like, ask for stuff. Take, like, your hoodie off. Because I had a hoodie and then I had a tank top on. And she's like, your boobs will literally just get, get us anywhere. <laughs> and they really did.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we were in Vienna and we just walked around vienna We're so you're like, telling me
0: um, you're telling me that if you came back in the country and trump had already built the wall the boobs would get you back in huh
1: honestly i wouldn't doubt it
0: <laughs> <laughs> see you could you could always work around trump see you've got to figure it out yeah i have got to figure my out plans. <laughs> <laughs> well that had to be oh. a, a, an amazing experience huh
1: yeah, it was really really fun. Like it's just so fun to just be out there, and you know, like growing up in Mexico, and I went, I didn't really grew up like poor. You know, I always um had everything I needed and stuff like that. But the like to think, oh, when I'm nineteen, I'm going to be in the other side of the world, just literally going on a bus around Europe, and it's it's crazy to think about stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that's really neat. That's really neat. Seeing the world is amazing there's so many places i want to see there's so many places i want to see i've been i've been to quite a few places but there's so much more to see and now that we have exposure to it all it's like holy shit the world is big there's a lot out there
1: oh yeah when we were in croatia i met this guy he was like 18 he was really young he lived in croatia and one day, um, he was like, hey, would you guys like to smoke with me, like, it's on me, so we're like, yeah, and we went with him, he took us to this, like, spot, it was so far, like, from the island, and we were just, like, vibing, he was just telling us about, like, how Croatia is, and, like, how, beyond being tourists, it's so, like, it's so good being there, but living there, it's actually, like, hell, because people are really poor, and just, he was just, like, telling us, like, all about it. Like, it's amazing, like, how different other people's cultures are. Mm-hmm. And, like, languages and how other people grow up. When I was in London, a photographer, um, he was on his way to New Zealand. No. what the fuck? He was on his way. He was in New Zealand. He was Australian, but he was in New Zealand. And he was on his way to Ibiza. And he shot me a DM and he was like, hey, I'm going to be in Ibiza. And I was wondering if... You wanted to do a shoot so I was like yeah but I'm in London he said no worries like I'll come to you so he came to me and we had our shoe he was like this super nice guy he was 19 and then we went we went out to dinner afterwards and he was just like telling me like how he grew up in Australia and like all this like different stuff and I'm like dang like we literally grew up like on different sides like of the world yeah literally yeah and we're just sitting here like having dinner together oh,
0: that's that's really cool.
1: It's so it's crazy. really cool.
0: It's, that really is crazy. Yeah, it's amazing how uh, how how the technology has a lot. It made it's made the world. The world's huge, but it's made it so much smaller. I mean, within seconds, yeah. you can be communicating with someone on the other side of the world.
1: Yeah, I remember um, whenever I was here, like before I had any plans on traveling or anything like that. I saw this guy on social media, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's so cute!" So I followed him. Wait, right, you weren't goes, looking? At,
0: you weren't looking at my page, were you? Okay, (laughs) never mind, never mind. Keep going.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. But um, he messaged me, and he was like, oh, you're so pretty, blah, blah, blah. We were just, like, casually talk like that, you know, like, oh, hearty eyes on your story or on your pictures and stuff like that, not really, like, talk, talk. So whenever I went to London, he was like, oh, my God, you're a lot closer to me because he lives in Germany. So Mm -hmm. he was like, let me go see you. And I was like, What? So I was like, all right, yeah, whatever, you know, like, come see me. I knew that he wouldn't. I get off the plane from Croatia. I'm back in London at this time. And he says, I just booked my ticket to go see you. Really? And I was like, whoa. So I was kind of like, I didn't really know how to feel because it was this really, really attractive guy, like just coming to see me, you know, Mm -hmm. and. At the same time, I was like, "What if he's a catfish? What if, you know?" What I does was, that
0: mean?
1: I was a catfish. Mm-hmm. It's someone that doesn't look like themselves. Ah, okay. Like maybe maybe it's another person behind their pictures, right? Or they just don't look anything like their. Or pictures. they they use
0: like uh, some one of those funny apps that makes you look completely different than what you really look like. Yes. Yeah, I got so you.
1: I was I was a little like uh, you know like I didn't really know how to feel. So he shows up and we just have the greatest time ever.
0: Wow. Like,
1: and it was my last days in London as well. So, when was this? How long ago? Uh, it was like the end of July.
0: Oh, so this is very recent.
1: Yeah, it was really recent. Mm-hmm. So he came, we had the best time ever. He was the sweetest guy. He was, it was just like a dream, literally.
0: That's and he great. was like,
1: he looked exactly like these pictures. I was like <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was great. He flew in from Germany. He stayed in London for like a week and a half. Um I took him like to all these like nice spots. Um and we just had like a really, really, really good time.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Hey, listen, there's op- opportunities out there everywhere. You yeah, can't that's take the advantage thing, of them all you can. About, yeah, of that's course.
1: The, that's the best thing about this job, like Whenever I started, people here, like, in this town, like, in Oklahoma, would hate on me a lot. And be like, oh, what, you think you're something because you have these people that you you'll never going to meet? But mm-hmm. now, like, I can literally just, like, book a ticket anywhere and just meet with people there. Like, in London, I met so many of my followers. Um, I met this guy. His name is uh, Chris. And he's, like, they call him, like, El Duro, like, from London. Because he is uh, the one that books all the Latin artists in London. So I became friends with him. He would hook me up with free tickets to everything. Like backstage tickets and stuff Look like that. Look at you.
0: You're all over the place.
1: Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> so, it's so cool like, having contacts like that. That's awesome. So he got me tickets to Oceanita. He's, she's a Brazilian singer. And he, she sings in Spanish as well. So I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. I had never been to a concert before. So... I instead of inviting like my British friends, I I I put her on Instagram. Yeah, I put her on Instagram and I was like, Where are my Latina followers? Like here in London. So the first girl that messaged me, I was like, I have tickets to go see Anita, like, let's go. So I went with her and we just had such a good time. We got so (laughs) drunk. Anita Um, and then after that, we just became like so close and I didn't, I never really met a lot of Latino people in London because there isn't that many, but she was Colombian and she lived in a house with a bunch of Colombian like teenagers, like around our age. So they would just invite me to go out and we just had like the greatest time ever.
0: What do you like to drink?
1: Um, either tequila or tequila.
0: Yeah. I like that. I like that. What about, uh, when you said smoke, what were you guys smoking? Ah, okay. That's what I thought, but I just just wanted to be clear.
1: Yeah, in London, it's like so. We literally would just go, like, have a picnic and just like smoke at the park. Like uh, in front everyone's of the
0: everyone's doing it, right? I mean, it's completely yeah. legal there. Yeah. As it should be here too. It should be legal yeah. everywhere here.
1: Here, it's like you have to be like hiding, and you have to. No, it's ridiculous. It's so it's, you know
0: what's so much worse than weed is is alcohol. I mean, alcohol is a terrible drug in in, in terms of. People doing bad things, making really bad decisions, getting into it's trouble, alcohol. getting into fights. Alcohol trumps marijuana every single time. It's oh, not yeah. even close.
1: Yeah. It's big in business. In Croatia, um, we went for my friend's 21st birthday, and it was me, her, and a bunch of her friends. But we went together, and we stayed together like in the same um, house, and then her other friends stayed at another house. Mm-hmm. And it was just so much better like that. And... Her other friends drank, like, a lot. So whenever we would go to parties and stuff like that, we would, like, boat parties, yacht parties, uh, pool parties, and stuff like that. We literally didn't go to any. Like, we went to, like, one. (laughs) And the vibe was just so different because we were only smoking. I don't really like to, like, drink, drink. So we were literally just smoking. And... We we got out of the party and we just went to the beach and we tanned. We ate fruit and we just smoked. Oh, that's beautiful. We went on like jet skis, so it was just like a really. We were we were going there to party, but instead we literally just chilled the whole
0: time. Yeah, and that's the thing. It was much more safe. Much better. Yeah, it's much safer. There's no hangover. You're not gonna make. You're not. You're not nearly as impaired as you would be if you were drinking all day. It's much different. Much much different. So uh so couple more things uh you obviously mentioned oklahoma and you're probably very unique in terms in that city that area that you're from down south so you've probably experienced already in your short 19 years of life uh a lot of judgment i'd imagine especially oh from this God. whole social media stuff so people that are going through it and people that have uh, or maybe are, are nervous because of the judgment uh what is your advice and how do you handle it
1: so i I got a lot of judgment like during high school. Like a lot of people didn't like me. But it would be because you know like people talk and then people just jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. Um, I feel like I always just think to myself if they're talking about you, you're already winning, you know? There you go. I don't know why like I mean of course I know because some things can get to you. I'm not a very emotional person. Not not a lot of stuff gets to me. But you know, sometimes like some other stuff can. um, But yeah, you just have to think like if they're talking about you, if they take the time to comment on your pictures, to send you a DM saying something negative, like they're they're taking their time to do that. You know, like you're that important. You're relevant. You're relevant. They're bothered. They are so bothered like with you like that. You know Mm -hmm. that they have to take like time out of their day to say something to you.
0: That's so perfect. You know what they say? Winners focus on winning. Losers focus on winners.
1: Exactly. Like, people here, people always think like, oh, you think you're better than me? The other day, um, I was at Starbucks. We only have one Starbucks here in town. And the girls that work there, literally just like, despite me. Uh, I've only <laughs> talked to one of them. I used to be friends with them, with her. Mm-hmm. And then she just stopped talking to me. And then she st- started, like, hating me. So I was like, okay, like, you do you, you know? So when I came back from London, I went to Starbucks, and I, was, I just got my drink. I was waiting for it, blah, blah, blah. And they were looking at me, and they started laughing. And I was like, like, wh-
0: what's wrong with me? You
1: know, like, what is there to laugh about? And I just got my drink, and I said, <laughs> thank you. And she was like, she, like, pulled it back. And she was like, stop thinking that you're better than everyone else and I was like I, really? think, I was like I don't think I'm better than anyone else no what did I say somebody
0: at Starbucks while they were on the shift said that to you
1: yeah yeah she, she's like my age we went to high school together
0: wow and
1: what was said it was like so on point I said you think I'm you think you think I think I'm better than you or you think <laughs> shit <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> but it was so point. I wish I could remember, but I basically told her like. So she says um, to you.
0: You're you're sitting there. She pulls the drink back as you reach your hand, and she says, "Stop thinking that you're better than everybody."
1: Yeah. And you, you said were, like, what? What ones, exactly did like, you say?
0: What you what you? Were,
1: there were the ones giggling, and I was like, "You, uh, I think I'm better than you, or you think I'm better than you." Yeah, that's Ooh, what
0: I said. Oh, there it is. There it is. Because
1: I was like, I've never given you a reason to think mm-hmm, that I think mm-hmm. I'm better than you. That you know? is so perfectly put. So it's put. your own mind yes. playing with
0: you. That was you're so the perfect. You're
1: making yourself insecure.
0: That was perfect. That was, that was spot on. Yeah, I was spot on. That was out. spot on. I was on. On. <laughs> like, ooh, okay. You're like, damn, I got to use that one more often. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how did I come how up <laughs> with <was> that? like, check out <laughs>
1: myself.
0: Well, that's really what you did there is summarizes the whole judgment thing in one sentence like you just did. That, that, exactly, that is exactly it right there. It, it's people that are judging. And I've had this conversation many a times on this podcast. People that are judging are the ones that are unhappy with themselves internally.
1: Yeah, they are so insecure. Yeah, They just want to think someone else is like wrong.
0: Absolutely. That's all it comes down to. Ninety-nine percent of the time, that's what it is. What are you most nervous about um, when you look ahead to Los Angeles, your exciting future? What are you most nervous about uh, moving Driving. forward? Driving. <laughs> Besides the drive, once you're there, what is what is what is the, what is the one thing that uh, that you're, you know, that's causing you angst, if anything?
1: Uh, so I've never actually been to LA. Um, a lot of people tell me. There's just snakes everywhere.
0: Snakes? Yes. Snakes as in real snakes or people or both?
1: (laughs) As in people. Oh, okay. So, I don't know, like, whenever I was in London, that's when I first experienced my first, like, thing like that, I guess. I was at a music video shoot and... My friend, the one that was singing, like the rapper, he's my actual like friend. We're tight. So he messaged me and he said, hey, come to my music video, uh, my video shoot tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, I'll be there. So I got there uh, going into like the house because we were filming at a house. um, You have to sign a, uh, what's
0: called? Like a a non-disclosure waiver or something like that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then it asks you like, are you here with an agency? I am with an agency. I'm signed in New York. But I was there with my agency. I was there at his friend. So, um, I go chill with his friends, like, from high school because he invited, like, his friends to high school and stuff like that. So, I was chilling with them. I got super tight with them. And nobody really knew who I was because it was when I first, like, came to London. And this agency pulled up with a bunch of models. So, I was talking to everybody, like they were serving drinks. So I was a little bit like, you know, like friendlier than usual. And I was just trying to be cool with everybody. I had my friend there with me and she's super social. So while I would be shooting, he would make, she would make friends and then I would go and talk to them and stuff like that. So I tried to talk to one of the models. She literally looked at me. She looked up and down and she just turned around Mm. because they knew that I wasn't with an agency. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, the next day, I posted a picture with Coombs, and then Coombs posted it, and he tagged me. So all these girls that are, like, hopping, like, on him because he's a rapper um, saw, like, my tag, and they went to my profile. One, The one that looked at me like that, she literally messaged me, and she said, hey, girl, why didn't you tell us that you had 100K? so if i would have told you yeah there you go you would have talked to me
0: wow how shallow that's fucking crazy
1: right yeah and i I literally just read it and just didn't reply i looked because at the time when i was there i was like damn like they must be huge you know like i'm not gonna bother them or anything like that and i looked at their profiles literally 2k 3k 4k like all these girls literally were thinking they were Beyonce because they were signed to. oh yeah and then their agency contacted me and they were like hey we didn't get to talk to you yesterday we would love for you to like sign with us blah 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 and i was like no thank you i'm signing here and
0: we just left it at that nice nice but so yeah fun. that is that that's what you're going to be dealing with in los angeles literally all the yes, time it's going to so be every day much. every single day because it's a survival of the fittest it's every man for him or her every man or woman for him or herself uh everyone's in it to win it you know the saying in it to win it and everyone's going to just be looking out for themselves i know people that have lived in la that have gone there nobody's from la they're all transplants like you're going to be and they're all trying to get ahead and it's just a constant fight it's a constant fight so at least you know what you're getting into
1: Yeah, I just have to be careful, and like the what's wrong with me is that I'm such a trusting person. So I'm just gonna, you know they they say like that you have to become like bad for your own good. I don't want to become like that. I don't want to change like that. You
0: know, no, no, don't sell your soul. Don't sell your soul. Keep doing you and and put out positivity and and be different. You'll keep standing out. You'll keep rising above everybody else. Uh, last thing before we finish it off, Michelle, uh, if there's one message that you could share with, let's assume that there was millions of people that you were reaching. What's the one one message that you would share right now?
1: Uh, follow your passion, honestly. Like, I don't see myself doing anything else. Like, the, the reason why I'm not in school is because school couldn't offer me something that I would love. I easily could have... Uh, you know, before before this, I worked um, uh, as a lab technician. I was a level three laboratory technician at a safety lab. Um, It was a really, really good job. I was just 18. Um, I it was a really good pay, but I didn't love it. I would go in it every day and I would just hate it. Mm hmm. To the point where I was like, okay, like I need to change this. I quit my job. I quit school and I moved to London. It was the best decision I've ever made. Like currently I love what I'm doing. And I just feel like if there isn't any passion, then you shouldn't do it. Because why would you want to, you know, work for the next 40 years in something that you hate? You know what I mean?
0: Perfectly said. Uh, where can people reach you on, on social media?
1: Uh, at Michelle X Diaz on Twitter and Instagram, mm-hmm. and YouTube. Yeah, perfect. I don't use Snapchat anymore.
0: <laughs> well, there's too many dick pics in the inbox, so just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Please don't. <laughs> <pick me up>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, listen, I really appreciate it. Like I said, uh, it's awesome to be able to connect with people like you. Uh, social media has a lot of benefits in that regard, and in being able to see the world and make new contacts and connections and Came across your page and and, uh, glad we got a chance to talk today. So, best of luck to you out in Los Angeles, and uh, we'll be watching. Stay in touch.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Take care. You too. Bye bye.